Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. We here at the Fumbling Four Network take mental health very serious. If you or someone you know is having thoughts of suicide, please reach out to the National Suicide Prevention Hotline at 1-800-273-8255. If you don't like talking on the phone, you can text or start an online chat. Once again, the number is Welcome back, dear listener, to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I am your loving, caring keeper who would never hurt a character, Travis. And let's introduce you to our players, their characters, and how much they love me, starting with Aaron. Hi, I'm Aaron. I play... uh Nine different characters, uh, but they all live inside one. And his <laughs> name is Norman. Uh, <laughs> no, I th- I think uh, I think you. Oh no, is there nine still? Now that um, we got rid see. of someone. Uh, well, yeah, because he gained one. So, oh, yep, still geez, nine. So it was a zero loss. <laughs> all right, all right. So you play nine characters, and who's who's your main one again? Uh, my main one is Norman Weston, FBI agent. Daniel, <laughs> who is you? Um, Daniel, I play the archaeologist known as Texas Powers. And I'm Ariel, and I play the secretary, Ruth. And like we've done the last couple of episodes, we're hitting up our Discord for for some information so I don't have to do so much work. Um, we're asking members of our Discord to ask us questions that are a little bit more related to the horror aspect um and this week we're going to go again with lacerate is my wafu am i saying that right waifu wafu waffles waifu lactate waffles <laughs> waffles waifu uh, um lacerate ass would you rather get bit and turned by a vampire or a werewolf i am gonna answer this question in the form of Lindsay. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. I would rather be vampire because werewolves very hairy and I already have a lot of body hair that I have to frequently shave off. Ew. I don't like it. 
So yeah. sharp pointy teeth would be beneficial because I could eat uh, more apples. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there's so much real life information about shaving his body <laughs> that you guys don't need to know. <clears throat> I would choose Daniel, Ariel. <laughs> Somebody answer it. I'd choose vampire. Because honestly, I prefer vampires over werewolves. Because they're just so fucking cool. Yeah. They are so fucking cool. Daniel! I would go werewolf. I do love werewolf movies, and werewolf. I think that'd be the way to go. And then I'm not dead. And then I'm not dead. <laughs> I mean, technically, you're dead. And then you're yeah, not dead. I'm still alive. Nice. Good deal. I would choose vampire. I think with the the uh, promise of eternity, pretty good for me. See, I would become a vampire, then I would turn my wife into a vampire, so we're together. And then when my kids get to an age, probably mid twenties, that they want to stay at, then we turn them into vampires. So it's a whole family affair. Seems like a good deal. Yeah, I've put a lot of thought into this. <laughs> yeah. Yes. When you become of age, we'll make um, you eternal. Okay. Uh, that's right. When you're old enough, I mean, you know how much it would suck to be a 10-year-old vampire? Wasn't that a movie? Little little vampire? Honestly. Yeah, <laughs> you're 10, yeah. So, listener, sweet, beautiful listener, if you want to ask us some ridiculous horror-related questions, hit up our Discord. The info is in the show notes. Link to the Discord. Link to our store so you can buy some merch. Merch for Call of Cthulhu, Mythos Mysteries, Fumbling for the Almighty Crit, uh, Resident Evil, Lorecat. What other shows are you guys pumping out, Aaron and Ariel and <laughs> Daniel? We got merch for Legend of Zelda. Because the only important ones. Yeah, we have the Legend, Legend of Zelda, Zelda. Lorecast. Mm -hmm. We have the Resident Evil Lorecast. Yeah. There's... Says there's. They do a lot of work. I feel bad for Ariel because she edits all of these shows. What you guys don't know is about two hours have to get cut down to 45 minutes because we never stop dicking around. <laughs> and I wanted to give another shout out. Uh, uh, episode back, I think you heard Aaron talking about switching up dice because he was getting some shitty rolls. And what new dice are you rolling uh, with I've now, Aaron? What ones are you going to use? Because they're good sticking for you. To my um oh, what are these they're gemstone dice they're opalite opalite from um metallic dice games and uh honestly these are my go-to guys these the yeah the dice that he's using are gorgeous and they didn't cost him an arm and a leg mm -hmm. and a testicle i think it was like 50 60 bucks yeah and if you use our he link to in the show notes for metallic dice games you can save yourself 10 percent off of your purchase of a set of dice. Uh, That's right. And every time you buy dice with one of our with our link, uh, an angel gets its wings. <laughs> uh, I will. I do want to throw uh, okay. in there too that recently <clears throat> I found out because I frequently go to the shop and I favorite things. Um, <laughs> they had a Halloween sale, <laughs> and they've had in the past. They've had. Um, holiday uh, sales they've had new year sales they do sales all the time so not only do you get a discount with our code but you can stack that discount i'm assuming uh, that's what it looked like when i checked out uh 
you can stack that discount on top of the already discount price that they're offering. So there was a gemstone set of dice that I could have got. Um, if I, it was like going for like 60, 65 bucks. I got it down to like $42. So, yeah. And you know what? I want to say for those of you who are dice hoarders, and I'm not looking at Daniel right now because there's no way Daniel would be a dice hoarder, but this is a great place to go because every set I see on there is gorgeous. They're awesome looking and they're cheap. Cheap. And it's a trusted mm-hmm. company. Yo, yo. All right. Enough of that. Let's get that out of the way. The last episode, our uh, lovely, intrepid, uh, ever so graceful investigators were running from Jillian, the skinless woman. Uh, Aaron lost one of his personalities in a gory fashion. Um <laughs> Clara, Clara is still sound asleep, and the only one who cares to save her, Texas Powers, because he is a Southern gentleman. Uh, Ruth still is clutching onto her medicine bag, wink, and (laughs) Ruth decided to take a shot. Ruth took a shot at the skinless woman, which only seemed to aggravate her. Um, Our investigators made haste and climbed upon the train in a cattle car, and forgot to lock the door behind them. So Jillian followed them in. And while our investigators were escaping, Jillian decided to explode some cattle. Our investigators locked the hatch behind them and now are stuck on top of a moving train trying to figure out the best way to proceed. Either off the sides, off the back, or jump forward onto the next car. I am going to attempt to jump again onto the next car. You know what? Uh, do do a dex roll. Oh, much better. 23 out of 45. All right. Uh, gentlemen, you see Ruth rear back and she takes off running. And again, just like she parkoured over those now poor dead cow, she, yeet, she yeets herself across this gap on a moving train onto the next car. And as she lands there, you, the deafening sound of a train whistle blows and you see off to the side you're now over a bridge spanning a river so there is no other way to leave choo choo Charlie (laughs) I'm your conductor there's no other way to leave this train besides forward Uh, Lindsay living his best life because he is fulfilling his one and only dream in life which is to ride on a train and use it as a surfboard. He, uh... <laughs> Is Lindsay teen wolfing the train? He is teen wolfing the train right now. <laughs> For those of you that aren't old men, Teen Wolf is a great movie where he rides on top of a fucking van like a surfboard. Continue. <laughs> he's going to look at Texas, who is currently holding Clara, and he's going to run at them and snatch them both up on his shoulders and <laughs> jump across the train. <laughs> All right. Uh, hold on, Lindsay, doing your ampersand moment. This is going to be a hard <laughs> roll for you. Let's go. I'm ready. You know what? Do a regular strength roll to see if you can grab them. Then give me a hard dex roll to see if you're going to make this jump. Uh, 57 for the strength out of 90. Yeah, you got them, babies. That is a 70. Out of 70 for a dex. So that is uh, not a pass. <laughs> 70 out of 70. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know what? While you grab a hold of Texas, you've got a hold of Claire in both of your arms. As you're going, you're rearing back, and you see the two finely manicured, manicured fingernails coming out of the hatch and trying to edge their way to cut the metal. Um, you trip. It's not, it's not terrible, but you do stumble, and you decide this jump is not something you're going to be able to make. I'm at this point while they're doing that, I am trying to climb down so I can yeah, um, undo the or attempt to, um, you know, detach the unlatch the, car. the cars. Yeah, that's so I'm climbing down right now from the, the top of the car or whatever. Yeah, you are. Okay, Ruth, you're on top of the next train car, and there's a hatch right there in front of you with another padlock and a ladder that goes down and a door there. Uh, next to that door is a, it's a, there's a small little, it looks like, uh, like a utility closet, but it would be where like a conductor would sit um, when he's not, you know, taking care of the passengers in these further passenger cars that somewhere the conductor would sit maybe have a cigarette where he doesn't have to bother anyone so there's that there and you're making your way down the ladder so you can reach the latch to unhook them gentlemen you're on top of the other car with someone very furiously trying to cut the metal hatch open with her fingernails so uh I've got Claire on my shoulder still and Texas in my other arm and I'm gonna look at him and go Instead of admitting that I tripped, I'm going to look at Texas and go, You had too many cheeseburgers. You're going to have to make the jump on your own. <laughs> then I'm going to attempt to jump again <laughs> with Claire. All right. Uh, yeah, that's a 54 out of 70. All right. So, yeah, uh, you 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 don't even have to run back. It's just your confidence is so, <laughs> Lindsay's confidence is through the roof. He, he Texas, you see him. He walks up and he kind of crouches down like a cat and just leaps. And even though it's a it's a it's a small gap, he's carrying a, an unconscious grown woman. And you guys are on a full speed locomotive on top. So he yeet, he jumps, lands. Um, he happens to land on top of Clara, but that's fine. <laughs> Shh, shh, Texas. Sleep, sleep peacefully. Shh. <laughs> Don't worry, I know how to wake you up. Well, I guess I'm going to try and jump across then. All right, let's get a dex check from you, homeboy. 21 out of 40. All right, so yeah, Texas does it, and I'm not saying it's comparable to any other adventurer that would show up in the 80s in a movie, but Texas, with his leather bag on and his leather jacket and his wide fedora, leaps over these train cars, and in the background you hear, ah, they just uh, whip crack. Whoops. <laughs> All right, so the the two of you make it to the top. You see this this latch, this hatch there that's locked and Ruth has made it down the ladder. She is now in attempting to detach the cars, decouple the cars. Gentlemen, what are you going to do? Don't worry. I will help you. I am the very strong, famous boxer all of Austria. I have got this. Um, pretty sure you're still up top. I'm down below. Yeah, yeah, I'm so. yelling down at you. Well, you were shaking like you were gonna roll. <laughs> what would I roll for this? What's gonna roll? Uh, down the hole. What to detach to decouple it? Um, yeah, I just need a strength roll from you. Twenty-four out of forty. 
All right, cool. She grabs a hold and pulls the first pin out, and that coupler starts to open up. Oh my god. I think I'm in love. You have <laughs> you have two more there there are two more pins in this coupler that need to be removed. Each one will progress in how hard it is to remove. Just giving you a heads up. Okay. Because I'm that kind of keeper. I'm not being a dick. <laughs> so if you're pulling out the next one, it's going to be a hard roll. Okay. Nope. I failed. Miserably. All right. So, Lindsay, you see little Ruth grasping onto this other pin, pulling as hard as she can. You're still up on top with Texas and an unconscious woman, and all you're doing is saying, I can help you, <laughs> and you've yet to help her. So I'm going to jump down into the hole. <laughs> Superhero landing. <laughs> okay. Boom. Boom. All right. I'm going to walk over Boom. to her and just kind of like pull the pin up while looking at her, trying to be all impressive. Okay. All right. Uh, if you're okay, this is a hard roll. Uh, I got a ninety-one out of ninety for strength. <laughs> All right. So he's trying to be All right. really impressive no, and looking was, at her, and he's this is, not doing it. This was a hard. This was a hard roll, not a regular roll. So that ninety would have become a forty-five, and you rolled a ninety-one out of forty-five. So Ruth, you see this man who's very confident grab a hold of the pen with his his index finger and his thumb because he's so confident and they slide right off and his hand goes flailing behind him. Can Texas, you're on top still with an unconscious Clara. You do see that there is a little side door for a little room that might be the size of like a like a utility closet. Like I said, somewhere where one person could sit. And you see that, and then you look at Clara, then you look at that, then you look at Clara. What are you going to do, hint, hint? Toss her off the edge. <laughs> no, I'm not going to toss her off the edge. But, but like you got this great idea. Oh, good, because I'm going to do the opposite. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, you're not tariff right now. Ta-da. Um... <laughs> You said I'm on top still, right? You said I see that from yeah. From yep. Now is that that's inside the cabin of this? Uh, oh no, it's on the outside. You guys are on like the plat, like the little wooden platform on the back of this train car, trying to struggle to de decouple them. There's the on top is a is a hatch with a padlock. Below where Ruth and Lindsay are standing is the main door to go into the. Uh, passenger car, and then over next to it is a door for this small area for a conductor to sit, which nobody's in, which you might be able to stick an unconscious person, but I don't know. <laughs> I'm not trying to tell you how to live your life. <laughs> My life. <laughs> I'm alive. I guess I'll, I'll stick her in there like she's sitting up, like she's the conductor. Is there a hat in there? Okay. I'll set it. If there's, All right. there's a hat there, Perfect. I'll set it on top of her, too. <clears throat> uh, all right. And as you put the conductor hat on her, you hear someone whisper, corn dogs. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, guys, this is a horror show, and I keep wanting to uh, cross over all of our shows. <laughs> anyway, so now it's the three of the active players, and one sleepy player is in a room by herself, safe. So you see Ruth and Lindsay struggling to pull a pin out of, a, of the coupler. And you hear screaming still from the other car from Jillian, the skinless woman who's trying to reach you. I'm going to make another attempt to pull the second pin out. So I'm going to spend six luck 
to make that a 20 out of 20. Okay. So, uh, Lindsay, the boxer extraordinaire, you see this mid-20s rail wave of a woman grab this other pen and it just comes right out. And now the coupler is rattling. It is ready to go, but you have one more pin to go. And this is an extreme roll. I'm going to look right at this woman and just, I know I am in love. Oh my God. <laughs> I am in love. Uh, I'm going to take ah. a screwdriver out of my pocket and I'm going to go, not that I need it, but a tool may be helpful. Okay. You're going to use it. You're going to use a tool to help you pry it. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to take this extreme roll up to a hard roll, so you're going to make it easier for yourself. 93 out of 90. Oh, my God. No, it's 93 out of 45 because it's a hard roll. So, uh, Ruth, you hear him say, I got this, and he pulls out the screwdriver, and as he's prying it, the screwdriver snaps in two, and the handle flies out of his hand. I mean to do but that. I would say, I would say this this is a a roll for a physical item that maybe multiple players could grab a hold of and assist each other. No, no, let Texas try first. <laughs> oh yeah, let let te- okay, and then the two of you here behind behind you, let Texas try this. Oh yeah, I didn't try that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's that's stuck. <laughs> I'm gonna look at so oh. so with without the assistance of a tool, this last pin is an extreme roll, which is one fifth of your skill level by yourself. Yeah, I'm gonna look at I guess Lindsay now and say, "Help me." Whatever you want, beautiful. Okay. Yes. All right. With this, since you're helping each other, we're gonna make it a regular roll and it's going to go to both of you. You both have to pass this regular roll. Oh, son of a bitch. I have a 14 out of 90. Yes, but you both have to pass this. Nope, I got a 58 out of 40. All right, at this point, you hear metal screeching and the the hatch, the lid for the hatch from the train user's escape comes crashing down where you're at. Hurry and up! And then you you hear this angelic laughter again. Texas, you see the both of them trying. Oh. A 72 out of 90 this time for me. And I got a uh-huh. 14 out of 40. <laughs> nice. All right, so both of you have your hands on this pen. You're reaching over. The train's moving. with And with the struggle that you've got, you pull the pen out, and the coupler opens. And just as it is opening, you see two arms come up out of the hatch, and Jillian, the skinless woman, is looking up, bright-eyed and, and beautiful smiles, and then she realizes what you did and is, again, screaming in anger. I will send so you a good that, well basket. You, for uh, you know, the trains have decoupled, the cars have decoupled, and that last car, it's keeping up for a little bit just because of momentum, but you are making progress, getting away from it. Somebody roll me a spot hidden. That is a 4%. That's All right. 30 out of 83. Ooh. Okay. 28 out of 65. All right. So the 
the three of you are looking at that car slowly going away sigh of relief and you notice that that train car the wall that's facing you is starting to soak through with blood and blood is coming off of it and the blood is forming tentacles that shoot forward and grab a hold of the coupler in front of you but that car has gotten it's still it's trying to keep up the tentacles are stretching but that car is now it's maybe a hundred yards behind you there are blood soaked tentacles that have formed on the outside of that car that have grabbed a hold of the latch so it's keeping up but it's she's she's nowhere near you though um here you've put clara in a small area you've got a door in front of you and you've got a latch on top what are you going to do i'm gonna get my knife out and i'm gonna start cutting i am All right. going to look across the way towards this lady who's got tentacles touching my train and i'm gonna say no you, you that's don't, not you don't how you are anymore. supposed to ride the trains <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll allow that. Um, uh, Ruth, what you have a knife? Mm-hmm. Okay, you're gonna bend down. You don't even have to roll for it. As soon as you start to cut, that knife starts. You notice it's starting to get pockmarked. Um, the metal on it is starting to rust. As soon as you touch the tentacles with it, and then further up, you hear a train whistle. You have a door in front of you to get into the car that car and a, and a hatch on top I think I'm gonna go into the train car towards the all right see if there's so, another door at the other end okay you approach the door and you notice the door is locked it's not quite locked you can turn the handle um, and it rattles but it doesn't quite open yeah roll me a spot hidden 54 out of 65, so I got it. Nice. All right, so you notice where the handle is. There's a brass rod coming down, and you follow the brass rod, and it goes up through the ceiling, and you're pretty sure it's attached to the hatch on top. So, and how do we, You did? was there a ladder to get down here? Yeah, there was a, there was a ladder there, yep. So I'm going to climb up the ladder and see if I can find this rod that's attached to the hatch up top all right so you climb the ladder um you get to the top you see this brass rod it goes up and it is attached directly to the hatch and you get an idea you know you get an idea if you can open the hatch that will lift that brass rod out of the lock that's holding the door closed there's a padlock there and etched etched on the lid um in latin you have Latin? Yes. Who can... Okay. In Latin, it says, four letters to open me. The padlock that's holding it closed is a cipher lock that requires you to put in a word. So there are letters on each ring, and you have to rotate the rings to spell a word to unlock it. And in Latin, on the hatch, it says, four letters to open me. Is there, is the, like, the entire bit of alphabet there? Uh, yeah, and it's all in Latin. So, can I attempt to, there's, so there's four different spots to, to turn? There's four different, yeah, there's four rings on, there's one ring on top of each other. Each one corresponds with a letter for you to spell a word. 
So is there a way to spell open across it? Uh, you know Latin. Yes. Start, yeah, start rotating those. Um, and you spell, you spell open? Yes. All right. The lock pops completely open. This is my lock now? <laughs> yep. Um, so the lock is, oh no, it's, I don't mean it pops open. I mean like the, uh, the loop, the, the hasp on it comes completely apart from that. Yeah, fuck it. You get to keep it. Yeah, it's yours. <laughs> I'll just put open lock. All right. So uh, you pull it open and it's, you can see it. You pull it open and you see that rod is sliding up with it. Good. I'll slide it up enough that like, does it, you just have to leave the hatch open then in order to leave that rod up. Yeah, so you've got that hatch that leads into the train car or the door below that leads into the train car. Well, I'm just going to go down through the hatch then. if I've, But I'll make All sure right. that the hatch is open so that way if they try and go through the door, it should okay. open theoretically. All right. Um, <laughs> you start to reach in and do, 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 do. You are electrocuted. You find you get a shock because there is a metal mesh screen there. Give yourself two points of damage for shocking your delicate fingers. <laughs> so yeah, the hatch is open. The uh, rod is removed. The door below, it's out of the door below. Guess I'm not going to go back through the hatch. I'm going to go down the ladder now. <laughs> so yeah, there you guys are all there on that, that black back area of that train car. Texas, you know that the rod is moved out of the uh, door. The other two are still just, they are staring at these tentacles, trying to hold on for, for dear death and pulling the other train car behind it. That other train car has his, it's further back. It's It was 100 yards. It's about 150 yards. You can tell these tentacles are getting stretched. Um, are there things that Lindsay can throw in this train car? You're you're outside. You're on a small platform on the back of the train car. You have to. So it, there's room enough for maybe four people to stand. So there's nothing Lindsay can throw at this thing, like in the train car or anything like that. Well, you, you have to go inside. Have you, oh. you need to go into the train car to look? <laughs> I'm gonna go in the train car and look. Okay, so Lindsay opens the door. Correct. Mm-hmm. Somebody roll me a. You guys roll a spot hidden. Forty-three out of sixty-five. 63 out of 83. 63 out of 83. Okay, Lindsay. Uh, I got a 5%. So you all passed your spot hidden, and you see on the, the inside of that door, it's been etched in. It, it almost looks like it's been burnt in. And it says, enter the domain of the conjoined. And in front of you is a, just looks like a long corridor. From what you can tell, it actually looks like it extends longer than this train car, train car should extend. Lindsay's going to read this. And he's going to look at Texas. And he's going to look. I cannot remember your character's name yet. You don't know my character's That's name. That's right. I'm going to look at the lady who I am absolutely infatuated with because she's super strong. And I'm going to go. <laughs> I don't really... No domain like that, so I don't feel like I should enter. 
without consent. <laughs> oh, uh, what you don't know is I called it the rectory and then I asked Ariel to, to edit that part out. <laughs> All right, so you guys are standing there and you're peering through this door that tells you enter the domain of the conjoined and in front of you is a, it's just darkness. And it seems like it probably extends further than what this train car should. And there's another train car being pulled behind you by blood tentacles. And you can hear Jillian's screams. Lindsay's going to yell into the black abyss. Can I have consent, Mr. Domain? I'm going to start tentatively walking forward. <gasps> All right. Uh, she is daring. She is beautiful well, I'm and like strong. <laughs> clutching the uh, medicine bag. <sighs> All right. So Ruth goes in. Texas and uh, child. Uh, Lindsay's gonna run in right after Ruth. <laughs> All right, wait, my beloved. As Lindsay, as soon as you pass the threshold of that, Lindsay just falls asleep. The um, Texas and Ruth, you see this body hit the floor inside the train car. <laughs> Texas, yes. What you doing, homeboy? Oh, see, I thought you were gonna say something more when you're like Texas and explain more, and then you're like, no, I want to know what you're doing. No, I need to know what you're doing. Every time you do this to me, I know. He's he's uh, how big is Norman? Uh, Norman is um, seventy in size, just a little bit bigger than me. Yeah. So yeah, but he's in. He is he has fallen forward into the train car. <laughs> so when you're the only one left outside of the train car, so I'm going to try and walk in. But when I do, in case I fall asleep for some reason, I want to not fall on top of no, it. So Ruth, Ruth, Ruth was fine. Ruth was fine. Doesn't mean anything. Yeah. So I'm going to just, when I step in, I want to step to the side. So if I do fall asleep, I'll be right next to him instead of on top. Of okay. Him. Nope. Texas, you're fine too. You're absolutely fine. Uh, Norman, you start to stir awake. Um, you smell real faint uh, smoke. Smells like burning wood. Um, as you get up, you, this side of your face where you were laying down on, you've got black ichor, almost like tar on your face. And it's on your hands and on the front of your clothes. And as you're standing up, a door behind you slams shut and you can hear a rod go down um, at the, as soon as the door closes Ruth and Texas um, some real faint lights come on and they're starting to get brighter but they never get any brighter than what would be like a lantern and you realize on the walls around you are gaslight light fixtures and this room does have it's not full of smoke but it is you know, it, it's it's hard to see, hard to make out exactly what your surroundings are. And you notice as you, you move, your feet kind of squelch because the floor has about an inch, two inches of, it's not quite as thick as tar, but it is just a black sludge. Um, the sludge does its shimmers and it kind of, as you move, you notice it responds to how you move. 
And Norman is setting up and he's wiping this off of his face. And the door is closed behind you. And the hatch is still open. But Texas, you know, there is an electrified cage there stopping anyone from getting in or out. Further ahead, you can see another door. It's a very decorative door. Large oak. Um, but you can just barely make it out because there is smoke and it's very faint light from these light fixtures. And you do see some things on the side of you just kind of around. Uh, if you guys move, if you guys decide to move forward, let me know. I'm going to start like slowly moving forward. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, just a, just, just a quick question. Weren't, weren't you the lady that was on the train track? The train, the train, the train station, like really, really close to the track. Do you like screwing around with people? Uh, No, no. I feel like I'm the one being screwed with here because I have no idea how we ended up in this train with this stuff all over the floor. And it's a little unsettling that it was on my face. I don't know what this is. I'm hoping I'm just going to I'm just going to pretend it was jelly because I don't want to know what it actually is. So um, and I know this guy's name is Texas. Um because it's on his bag. Uh, what's what's your name? What's 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 your story? Uh, if you if you don't mind. My name is Ruth. I just met you. I'm not telling you my story. And why do you keep changing the way you talk? I. I'm sorry. First it was jokes, and then it was. I I don't know what uh no I don't I don't know what you're talking about because I woke up on the floor with the black stuff all over my face so I have no idea what wild fantasy world you live in but no I <laughs> I'm gonna turn back around and walk towards the other door I think I, I think I made her mad, te- Texas. Um, well, I'm sorry. Also, your handcuffs got left behind. Those are my lucky pair. They weren't that lucky. <laughs> Where's my gun? I don't think those handcuffs were very lucky for the fake sheriff, but that's just me. Where's Where's my gun, Texas? Uh, I think somebody took it from you. What the? Dude? So you just let him? Twice, I think. Did you just let him? Boy, I don't paperwork for this one. All right, well, we can't let her go in the... We have to follow her. You turned back towards the first door, didn't you? Um, No, because I I was going towards the door we haven't, you know, gone through yet. On the far end? Right, and then he started talking, so I turned around to talk to him, and then so then I turned back around and was going where I was originally going. Yeah, I'm going to kind of head in her direction, too, moving cautiously and slow, because I don't know <laughs> what this jelly is either. <laughs> All right. So you, uh, Norman, what are you doing? You following? You staying behind? Yeah, yeah, I'm going to follow. 
All right, so you all are cautiously making your way through what should be a train car, but it is. When you get inside, you can tell it is longer than what the train car should be. Um, You don't feel the movement of the train anymore. It is just a long room. Um, As you're going, you pass up uh, next to each of the the gas lights are paintings. Uh, there are three paintings on each side of the room. And as you're walking along, you f- you can feel that you're walking in sludge, but every once in a while, you your foot hits something a little solid. I'm going to take a look at these uh, paintings. Okay. So, you... Ruth, you approach, and on one side is these are paintings of a little girl dressed in Victorian clothes. And on the other side are paintings of a little boy dressed in Victorian clothes. Their faces have been burnt off. The canvas does not contain images of what they should look like. Their faces are just burnt out. And from these small holes is where the smoke is coming from. Each painting has a brass plaque below it, but the plaques have been completely scratched off. You cannot read anything printed on these plaques. I will just and keep pushing forward as, then. Yeah, as, as you're pushing forward and this black sludge is reacting to the way you move, you notice that there are some animal bones in this sludge. Um, if you want to, you can roll me a spot hidden. If not, you can just keep walking through the sludge. 44 out of 83. Can you pass? Did you, who else pass? Who else rolled? 14 out of 56 for Norman. Norman and Ruth both passed. Texas, did you roll? Yeah, 27 out of 65. All right, so the three of you do notice that there are animal bones of varying sizes. It looks like cats were tangled up in this sludge, dogs. There's even some, some cattle skulls just kind of being pushed along by the sludge. And when you look harder, you do notice there are a few rib cages in the mix that don't quite look animal. And and near the near the paintings are our, there are a few human skulls that are being moved and pushed along by the black sludge. Like like it's trying to hide them from you. And that's where we're ending this week's episode. No. So, guys, Thanks for listening. I uh, hope you enjoyed it. We're going to keep going on and on and on. I um, want to thank everybody in the Discord for hanging out. You can always check out the Discord in the show notes. Check out our store in the show notes. Um, and I just want to let you guys all know, stay happy, stay healthy, keep your sanity in check. And I love all you guys. Be awesome. See you next time. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Call of Cthulhu Mythos Mysteries. I'm going to do my best to fill Ariel's shoes and make everybody happy and scared at the same time. Uh, In the meantime, check out the show notes. We had a link to our Discord, which is an awesome community full of awesome people. Very open. Very nice. Um, And we've also got links to our store, so you can buy some merch for all the different shows that we record. Uh, Until then, we will see you next episode. Stay safe, stay healthy, and most of all, keep your sanity in check.
I love you guys.